I meant to send that to you, and I forgot, and now it's not on my phone anymore. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, hello everyone, and welcome to Modular Components. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's an end of a week. A week has ended, and we're here to talk about I don't know something. Snowcone's not here again. We thought if we took a week off, we could get him back because that's usually how it works, but apparently not. I'm the vacuuminator. Uh, I'm joined by Boingo Rider. Hello, I am probably gonna inflict psychic damage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Buster Core is here too. Oh, hi. Uh, he already inflicted psychic damage on me. Yeah, we were, <laughs> <laughs> we were exposing Buster Core to the wonder that is Grant Morrison before oh, we started recording. There's so much more to discuss. Uh, we could dive into that, or we could oh, talk. No. About, we could. <laughs> we could talk. <laughs> I can handle Kingdom Hearts lore, but you can handle Kingdom Hearts lore, but you can't handle Grant Morrison. Yes. Wow, you are a new kind of person. You're a exactly. fucking new type from Gundam, sir. That, that, what about Guilty Gear lore? Can you okay, handle I that? Like, I like playing Guilty Gear. I still need to research the lore. I'm pretty sure I can slightly understand it from let, what I let heard. Let me see if Tom's lecture is still up. Uh, there's also the officially sanctioned and sponsored by Arc Systems lore videos by Wooly. Yeah, I heard really? those were mixed, though. I heard those yeah. were mixed. Like, they, they don't, they're not as accurate or something. Yeah, it's still up. Yeah, but if Arc System puts their goddamn name on it, no, I didn't mean to fucking copy the link. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> fucking computer didn't copy the link for some t- for some reason. Yeah, but I like Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear is a fun go. game to play. Watch that. I yes. have all the Guilty Gear games now. So you have them all? I have. I don't have the newest one, but I have. Hold on, I posted a pic on like Buster Server. Yeah, they have a humble. They at the time of this recording, they have a humble bundle. I think it's ending in like two days, which means it's over by now. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just stating for the the listeners. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I have because I posted them all. Uh, I have Guilty Gear, Gil- Guilty Gear Inca, Guilty Gear X2 Reload, Guilty Gear XR Revelator, Guilty Gear XR Sign, Guilty Gear 2, and Guilty Gear XX Ascent. I actually have Ascent Core, but that's just because it has rollback net code. Yeah. But I have uh, all those Guilty Gears. Yeah. It's a lot of gears that are guilty. Yeah, it's the same gear that's guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, my brain. You know, now that I think about it, I'm actually a little surprised that Zenkaidra has not made a Guilty Gear reference yet. They should totally do that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, Guilty Gear is also, like... Pretty niche. It's a niche niche game and a niche genre. Yeah. Oh, dear. And besides, like, Bandai Namco, like, they they kind of, like, sponsor, they they have, like, Tekken stuff all over Sentai and Riders, so... Yeah, because Tekken's their... Tekken's their boy. Yeah. And uh, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur's the same company, right? Yeah, Soul Calibur's the same... I was just about to mention, I'm surprised we haven't seen any Soul Calibur stuff, and, like, like, we always see Tekken, not Soul Calibur. It's weird. Maybe it's because Tekken's less sexual. Oh, fair. I was, I was gonna just assume guest characters because you know Witcher and like Tubi maybe that would be less. I mean you don't you don't want to just put uh, Voldo on kids TV screens, do you? Nope. Also, sorry if I like keep muting my mic. There's some loud things happening. I haven't heard anything hear. yet. Okay, so I'll just I'll keep also it also Boingo. You said fucking. Tekken is their boy, and now all I can picture is, hey, everybody, it's your boy Tekken back at it again with another Sentai cameo. <laughs> it's your boy Tekken. I'm going to throw my dad off a cliff. Woohoo! That's amazing. <laughs> uh, honestly, I dropped Tekken 7's, like, I love Tekken 7. I had to drop it because the netcode was just not good. <laughs> It just like it, I it, I started having a good experience when I first played, but now it's just glitchy as all heck. Yeah. See, the only real fighters I've played, <laughs> excuse me, a ton of our uh, Smash Bros and uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Uh, yeah. Oh, but I know this is a pie in the sky wish, but I really hope we get something like an MVC two port at the least from E three. I'm surprised with how many fucking Street Fighter ports they were putting on the Switch Capcom as I went like, oh yeah, Marvel versus Capcom. Here. Might be a licensing thing. I, they still have it. They still had it as late as uh, Infinite, yeah. which was like a couple years ago. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm like the, the, the Ultimate Three. Like usually when the license expires, they remove those games. But Ultimate Three and Infinite are still up on the P- online stores. So it's like okay, so they can still probably do an MVC two port, especially like honestly, like I like I think if Evo did not implode on itself, they they had M- MVC two returning to Evo. I think we would have gotten a port announcement. Honestly. Or is the is Evo bankrupt? Like they they aren't a thing anymore? No, no, no. The Evo is still happening, but they're bought by Sony. I'm just saying when Evo uh, imploded last year because Evo like the whole pandemic, and then there was like some allegations and stuff. Okay, Buster, we were joking about this before Boingo got here, but genuinely, everything you guys just said was complete gibberish to me. <laughs> I'm so here's sorry. A, and here's the thing, I'm not actually in the fighting game community, so <laughs> I know this all because of the best friends. Oh no, my I, god. I mainly know this from Max Dude and stuff. I've been watching a lot of him. Very well, good he, was, he, was, he was a tertiary member of the Zaibatsu. Oh, interesting. He was friends with them. Yeah, he, I know they, they did some challenges. He put an arm on the Megazord. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh god, we're supposed to talk about a topic, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, you guys were talking. doing a topic for a little bit there. Oh yeah, could, yeah, right. We could do another one. Do you want to? Do you want to do another one? Should I go to the uh, the topics board and throw a dart? Yeah, do it. All right. Uh, who wants to talk about the Sam waifu? What? Microsoft Sam? Have you not? No, we're not. We're not. It's Sam Microsoft. We're not. We're Samsung. Not. Samsung Sam. Yes, Samsung no, Sam. No, we're not. We're not. I'm sure. Why don't we talk about it, Buster? What? What don't you want to talk about? She's just a reboot of the woman from B movie. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's just y'all down bad. I'm sorry. But y'all but everybody's like, horny now. Also, she's apparently a trans she's woman. Is something I read. She's not even all that. <laughs> I think it's the. I think it's the. It's hitting on the plain waifu archetype. You know, some some guys really just want to. Some guys are so fucking lonely that their waifu is just a plain ass girl that you'd meet off the street. Fair. Actually, not, not fair. I hate him. <laughs> Whoa! You just killed like. All our audience. <laughs> oh no! It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I keep forgetting that happened this week because this week has just been like a lot of things. I haven't because every time I log into Facebook, there's like ten new loots of her. Why are you on Facebook? Oh yeah, right. Facebook's apparently better now. Yeah. You just you, people don't get this. You have to know the right avenues to go down on Facebook. Avoid your fucking relatives. Avoid the fucking cults. Go to the core pages. The core pages are where you're going to want to start, and you just start liking them, and they'll lead you to the meme pages. And through the meme pages, you find the loot pages, and through all of that, you find prosperity on Facebook. Facebook can be a wonderland of memes and lewds if you just look in the right place. I mean, that's every social media, but uh, that's besides the point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, No, if we we have to bring up waifus, you have fallen down a hole, Vac. That I purposely pushed you in for comedy and laughs. You're a fucking asshole, is what you are. Oh, Boingo, explain. There's this old Marvel <laughs> character known as uh, <laughs> Price. <laughs> <laughs> There's this old Marvel character known as Ileana Rasputin. She's the sister of Colossus. You know the big metal Russian dude. Yeah, he's from the Deadpool movies, or like I yeah, see yeah, him yeah. in the Deadpool movies. He he has a sister who goes through a bunch of comic book bullshit. To basically end up the queen of limbo, and I'm being fucking hailed, even though mm. I'm not gonna explain it. I don't explain know the story. I just know the current reasons I want her to step on my face. Oh my god, y'all down bad. I'm partially embarrassed and partially unapologetic about it. That's Dang. my life. That's you, my. That's my okay, well, how down bad Every you female all are, character I've ever like, liked. How down bad you all are. We we need to do like a crossover episode of the down bad voice. On bad boys, they're like a po- they're another podcast group who just kind of do whatever. Ah, well, them fucking trash taste. Who else should we cross over with? Like, like down, they're, the down bad boys is a relatively new group. They're just laid off like a bunch of people I actually know. Oh, so, so. They'd, so they'd actually talk to me then, kinda. Because maybe if I can just give friends, I find YouTubers who are just starting out and have new no views, and I go and compliment the shit out of them. That's how I met you. That's how I met Boingo. Yeah, although they're, they're pretty, they're pretty bigger than us in a lot of ways. But like, oh still. dear, how many subscribers? Oh, they're getting like 
bongo got a decent views. Well, it's like a collaboration channel. It's like multiple YouTubers just come together and they all just they're friends and they just chat it up or like play Mario Party and stuff. Oh, Brutus Joe and Smurf up in this shit? Smeef, not Smurf. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Smeef. Like, how do you even? I've never, Smeef? I've never heard it said out loud. Bruh, I'm going to get like I, I, I have just lost a voice actor because of you. Hey, Smeef, I, I like your shit. You're great in Buster's videos. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, because Smeef totally listens to this. Yeah. This is totally a thing that is worth people listening to and is not just us farting out content every Sunday so we can have a flagship show. And Boygo is still back doing the dishes. <laughs> no, I was being... Uh... Oh. oh, my bad. <laughs> are, you gonna, are you going to continue ex- uh, extolling the virtues of my waifu? No, I was just... As comedy... Interesting. Uh, as comedy, I basically pointed out that there is a Marvel character... That is very similar to uh, his favorite DC character known as Supergirl. Oh, okay, that's why. And I was basically pointing out, I was like, oh yeah, no, you're going to fall in love with her. And I was like, yeah, and my reaction was literally like, yeah, I've been kicking the tires on that one for a while. Maybe maybe it'll finally happen as I'm reading the Hickman stuff. And then it finally happened as I was reading the Hickman stuff. I need to get on the Hitman, hey, Hitman books. Hickman books. <laughs> Buster just gets the wrong message and starts playing for the Hitman series. I, I don't. Those games look boring. I'm sorry. I mean, they look they look fine, but not my style. Oh man. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's great. Ileana and I are very much in love, and I'm proud to announce we're getting married. Dang. She so does soon. not know it's you. Been a week. What? What? She doesn't fucking exist. I know, but even if she did, A, you're a human. You wouldn't be allowed on that island because you're stinky. Yeah, stinky. Hey, I'd be an ally in the Marvel Universe. We know that. That doesn't give you an invite. <laughs> so what if I can't go with the island? We can fucking get an apartment in New York. Nobody wants to get an apartment in New York in the Marvel Universe. Except all the superheroes, apparently. Exactly. That's why nobody wants to get an apartment in New York. That should be like a joke fucking what if issue. What if only the superheroes lived in New York? <laughs> it, just, it would just be like, it would be so, it would just be an existentialism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but no, so we've now hit on two of the like four half topics I had. Um, shit. Interesting. Uh, well, it's funny because like I was I was actually kind of looking forward to to tonight because I wanted to talk about uh, I wanted I wanted to tease Snowcone basically into raging about GI Joe for comedy, but, but he's uh, not here. But he's not here. So instead, the comedy will have to be me uh, asking, "Hey, Buster, how much do you understand about the current state of GI Joe?" Uh, apparently, toys are being whack. That's it. I thought, like, toys are being whacked, like, exclusives or something. I don't know. Just explain. Okay. Let me see. How far back do I need to go? How far back do I need to go? Let's go back, like, when the new line launched. Like, when the, there was, like, a 2021 line or something. Yeah, G.I. Joe Classified Series. It's, uh, it's basically Hasbro going, like, Hey, we've been doing everything a six-inch for a while. Why don't we make G.I. Joe, this historically free and free quarter inch brand, why don't we bring it into the modern day and make it six inch and also change the aesthetics up quite a bit to make it a much more palatable brand for current year? And a lot of the reaction to that was either people like me going like, oh, that's brilliant. That's what I've been saying they were doing ever since the brand went on. They should do ever since the brand went on hiatus. And then a lot of old ass fans going this doesn't look like 1982. What the fuck? Oof. Um. So a lot of a lot of the uh, the reaction to the figures was like, well, this design would be great if they changed this, 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 and this, 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 this. and then like a few people like myself going like, yo, I've never really been a big GI Joe fan, but these are kind of doing it for me. The like little bit of GI Joe nostalgia I have is being hit quite nicely by these, and I probably collect most of the principal characters i like from it um so the figures started coming out and uh they hit like right around the same time the coronavirus did Ooh! so their distribution 
was just a tad bit fucked. I, I lucked out pretty well. And like the day before I was going to get a paycheck, um, I found them all in a Walmart and then uh, the whole first wave in a Walmart and then just hid them and came back the next day and bought them. Um, you hid them, which is like, <laughs> yeah. But, hey, at least I didn't fucking like buy 10 of each like some people do. Oh, yeah, right. You, you ain't a scalper. Yeah, I'm not a scalper. I'm just I'm just, you know, I played a game. Yeah. Shut up. Um, but, uh, so the, the launch of the line was going pretty well until like around the time the second wave was getting ready to hit, they announced what, uh, they were going to be doing with the future of the line. Um, which was, uh, that it would be split up amongst the main line and a target exclusive subline called Cobra Island. That's weird. Mm -hmm. And the way this was announced was kind of like, oh, this is going to be like repaints and offshoots and things you don't necessarily need. And then the first three out of the four first figures they revealed for the subline were like essential G.I. Joe characters that hadn't had figures in the main line yet. Baroness, Mm. um, Beachhead, the fucking Cobra Trooper. They made an army builder a store exclusive. That's a yikes. Um, and this was the first, this was basically the beginning of Hasbro doing Target exclusives, um, which became like a thing this year, like, uh, or not this year, last year. Last year was when we really started seeing the repercussions of Toys R Us closing down with Hasbro doing all these ridiculous Walmart and Target exclusives uh, mm-hmm. because those would be Toys R Us exclusives, but Toys R Us is fucking dead and gone. Um, and also, what happened to Jeffrey's toy box? Like, they were they were going to relaunch it as to oh, that's a whole other story. Continue. I have no idea. I genuinely have no idea. Um, but hey, people, if you if you if you see a Toys R Us, because from what I heard, there was a soft relaunch that may or may not still be going on in select states. People, if you see a Toys R Us anymore, it's not Toys R Us. That's a shambling corpse being puppeted around by a bunch of evil investors. Don't shop there. Um, Dang. But the thing is, Canada, right? Uh, yeah, Canadian Toys R Us is cool. To the known local retailer for Canada, Toys R Us is cool. American Toys R Us and international Toys R Us can get fucked. Um, Dang. But uh, going back uh, to GI Joe, and I was saying that years before the closure, like ever since they got bought up by Bain Capital and started jacking up the prices on shit like crazy, is when I when I started getting pissed at Toys R Us, but the the fucking tangent. Um, So these exclusives start hitting and they're impossible to find because pandemic era distribution and you can't order them online because Target's app is so jacked up and so hard to find stuff on that you need a direct link. And often by the time somebody gets the direct link posted on social media, all the stock has been snatched up. Um, and this has not just been a thing that's affected G.I. Joe. This has affected multiple lines that Hasbro has done Target exclusives for, like Marvel Legends, like Transformers, like um, fucking Star Wars Black Series. All this shit, there's been Target exclusives over the last year that have not gone well. Now, mm-hmm. they are just recently starting to get a little better. Like, I'm actually starting to see Target exclusives in the wild again, which is something I haven't seen in, like, three or four years. Um, that's how I found half of the uh, the Target exclusive Black Series Clone Wars retro collection. Um, but, uh, so, Hasbro announced that, uh, this is fast-forwarding a lot, um, Hasbro announced this week that they were going to do a Fan First Friday um, that would basically be, um, hey, we're going to announce some new figures and we're going to address Target stuff. And it's like, okay, they're probably going to reissue everything on Fan Channel because that's what they did when everyone had trouble getting a hold of the Seekers for the Transformers lines. So this will probably be good. This will probably be fine. So this live stream starts. First thing they announce, fan channel exclusive, heavy artillery roadblock. This is the third roadblock in this line. Whoa. Now, now granted, it's it's the most accurate to his original figure 
of any of those free. And it's apparently a lot closer to what a lot of the angry boomers wanted out of a six inch roadblock. So good for them. But I'm sitting here like, I'm happy with the wave one roadblock. I never cared about the Cobra Island roadblock. I don't really care about this. Whatever. Also, it's a fan channel exclusive, and that's that's going to make it a bit of a pain to get a hold of, but whatever. What else you got? Next thing they announce. Uh, Deluxe, Commando, Snake Eyes, and Timber. Um, this actually did excite me quite a bit, because while I'm not super into the Commando Snake Eyes look, I fucking love Timber. I love the idea of Snake Eyes having his doggo buddy. Um, so I want to get this just for the Timber. However, they didn't announce release details at the time, and I think since we found out that it's like a fan channel exclusive or something, I don't know, I have to go back and look into that. Um, but basically, it's another Snake Eyes, and this is, counting the movie one, the fourth Snake Eyes in the line, which made a lot of people pretty annoyed. But I was kind of like... Like, I had the same reaction to this as I did Roadblock. Okay, I don't necessarily need this. I'm happy with Wave 1 Retail Snake Eyes. Um, but also, I'm not super offended by it. Because, like, a lot of people get offended by doing another figure of a character in a toy line these days, in a collector toy line these days. Which I never get, because it's always, like, main characters who are super marketable and, like, poster boys for the franchise. And, of course... There's always going to be people who want a figure of that character maybe coming into the line later. And, like, a lot of these characters have multiple iconic looks or change their look all the time. I'm looking at you people complaining about AEW figures. I was just about to bring them up, man. <laughs> like, people were complaining about that uh, that unmatched Wave 1 Kenny. And literally, I was listening to uh, the Major Wrestling Figure podcast yesterday. And Smart Mark who was at Double or Nothing Fan Fest, said he saw that Kenny in hand, and it looks like the best Kenny they've done so far. Like, those Kenny figures are getting better as they go on. It's not just, here's another Kenny. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now I get it. So I think now I get it. Um, oh, you don't get it. Dang. Because we haven't gotten to the uh, the next reveal, uh, which was uh, to do, if I can get for these slides... Okay, so Major Blood is the r- latest figure in the Cobra Island line. And people, I've, I've seen people saying, like, getting anxious over trying to get it. I don't care about Major Blood, so I don't care about getting it. But I've seen a lot of people posting, like, shots of multiple Major Bloods on the peg and being like, I just grabbed one for me. So it seems like they're getting better at distribution. Like I said, with those Star Wars figures, it's, it's stuff that's getting easier to find if you're checking your target regularly. But they announced, hey, because uh, I think this was the official announcement, too, of Major Blood. I think Major Blood just leaked, and then it was places. Um, mm. but, but this was the official announcement, and they also said, hey, more stock's going to be coming. It's go- We're going to make sure people are able to get it. And then they announced uh, Barbecue, who is basically uh, G.I. Joe Firefighter Man. Like, here's, a, here's the picture. Um, yeah. And people... And he's also apparently a fan favorite. I don't know a lot about G.I. Joe, so I didn't understand that. But Cody was, like, flipping out, going like, oh, it's Barbecue, one of my all-time faves. And he's another Cobra Island exclusive. What the fuck? Um, And I was like, okay. Like, I probably should like this character because I tend to like firefighter characters. But, uh, yeah, not not much interest here. Okay, uh, sorry, but I gotta go soon, so... um, Basically... More exclusives, it was making people mad. Ah, okay. Gotcha, because it was, like, exclusive. That's what I heard, like, offhand. It's, like, the exclusives. But, like, yeah, like, a bit more detail now, like, there's a backstory and stuff. And also they announced they were going to reissue that first round of exclusives back to Target, which made a lot of people mad. They were like, why don't you just make, why don't you just do fan channel reissues? It's like, maybe they have an exclusive contract with Target that they can't void. Yeah, uh, so now I get it. Uh, I think now I get it. Uh, yeah, sorry I have to go a bit, but just, you know, I'm getting tired and stuff. Don't I don't think I can hold a conversation for That's that fair. long. That's fair. This podcast is an ass disaster every week anyway. It's fine. It's a it's fun, fun though. disaster, though. Yeah. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you go and Boingo can kink shame me some more? Sure. 
how dare you like tiny blonde women, Zach? How dare you? Yeah. At least I don't like tall, well-endowed blonde women. At least I'm not Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Have you seen the way Vincent Kennedy McMahon uses Alexa Bliss? He also likes that, too. Come on. Drinks coffee slowly and looks away. No. No, you want some psychic damage? Sure. Remember Butt Ugly Martians? No, I don't notice. Oh, what the fuck is Butt Ugly Martians and why am I not running? Boingo. Just give me, just give me a second. Come on. All right. Are you telling me you don't remember trying to get a good picture of them? It's kind of hard to. You don't remember these boys? Oh, the uh, the I'm Blue Boys. No, they were a cartoon on Nickelodeon. Then I don't remember them. Oh, and Hero was thinking it was going to be some some prime psychic damage. Oh, sorry to disappoint. It was an action cartoon that uh, Nickelodeon tried to have in the early 2000s. I have no memory of this, and these images mean nothing to me. You have no powers here, sir. They made toys. Did they? Yeah. Those are real fucking basic, I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah. There's also the sumo show on Nickelodeon. What? Sumo show? Yep. There was a... It was like early 2000s, so they were coming off the the weirdness of uh, the 90s. Ah, there it is. Now I got the name. Uh, This thing. Super... Duper sumo. That looks fucking shit. That looks like a horrible flash cartoon. Oh, it was it was somewhat like that. It was three dudes who were sumo wrestlers and they went around like solving crimes, but like they never wore clothes. They were always wearing their sumo gear. Hmm. Like that's a still from the show. That's an image. Yeah. You wanna see the the cover of their Game Boy game? Sure. I don't know, man. That looks pretty gay to me. <laughs> that's how they did. That's how they did like their ultimate attack. Is they just like clashed their butts together. They just fucking did free rikishis on a dude at the same time. No, they did it to each other. They slammed all three of their butts together, and it made like an energy source. And then they <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And then they used that to fight the bad guy. I think so- cartoons. I think cartoons might be stupid. <laughs> just a guess just a hiatus there <laughs> uh, hypothesis fuck uh no nah, there's that uh i have an image to show you here look at generic military man with bike oh that is very generic military man with bike yeah wait a second is that steven amell nope that's meant to be just a generic guy it's alvin it's breaker with the ram cycle you can see where I would see Stephen Amell, wouldn't you? A little bit. I kind of like the look of the motorcycle. I don't like all the G.I. Joe Tampa graphing on it. I like the little American flag on the tailpipe. It's uh, G.I. Joe, though. Yeah. But like, I think it looks like a good generic like 80s action cycle. I, I'd probably just throw... Gene- I'd probably throw Breaker. I'll give, him, I'll give him enough respect to say his actual name. I'd throw Breaker in a plastic bag and forget about him. Yeah. Put like a put like a Power Ranger on that thing or something. Oh, Super Duper Sumo is American South Korean co-production. Whoa! Hey, that's a thing I can talk about because we uh we probably won't have time for it on MMWP this week. Uh, I caught up on Dark Side of the Ring today. Ooh. Collision in Korea is something else, huh? I've heard stuff about Collision in Korea, but I haven't. Oh man, it's just. For people who don't know what Korean Korea is, it's a bunch of wrestlers doing a super show in North Korea. Because Japanese Hulk Hogan was a politician at the time, and he thought it would get him reelected somehow. So you have a bunch of Japanese wrestlers and a bunch of like WCW guys going to North Korea and putting on a wrestling show for a bunch of people who have no cultural context for what professional wrestling is. Oh, Cody's Cody's talking about We triggered Snowcone. We did it, boys. What has what have you come home to, Cody? You come home to butt ugly Martians and super duper sumos. I'm making him get on. Using <laughs> <laughs> the fucking server gun I left for five seconds for the audio listening. And they're talking about the fact that I posted super duper sumos. 
I'm I'm a master at psychic damage, man. Apparently. I like how I like how you're this friend who isn't like telling trying to give me self-help and like teach me skills to maybe get a real girlfriend someday. You're just like, nah, man, sit for more characters. Sit more. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I get to laugh. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's always because it's, it's always for you, it's the dawn of realization of like, oh my god, he's right. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I will never, I will never love a real woman. It will always be tiny fictional women who could kill me. But uh, no, magic's cool. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dope, dope ladies in the X Men. I have thought about going back and checking out some of the older magic stories. It's just a matter of fucking money. Yeah, and and parsing through which ones you want to talk about and all that kind of jazz, jackrabbit. Yeah, like, fuck, look up a list of appearances for magic, and it's like, oh god, that's the next year's worth of reading for me. Yeah, because she's a Claremont creation, I believe. Is she? Uh, She's in the Claremont era. You know what I haven't done? What I stupidly haven't still done? I haven't gone to her Marvel Wiki page. Let's do that right now. Oh, it's God, it's a mile long, probably. Ileana Rasputin, Earth 616. Let's see here. That's a fucking quote. Burdened by demons not of her making, she remained an angel at her core. Quote, yeah. Storm. Because she was kidnapped and held in limbo for like dec- like a decade and a half until she was like a teenager. Because she was introduced as like a seven-year-old. Mm. Creator, so- Len Wein, Dave Cockrum. Mm. First appearance, giant sized X Men number one. Okay, I knew that was. Uh, I knew that was. What's his name? Colossus. Uh, yeah, that was Colossus's first appearance. I didn't know she was actually in that too. Yeah, he's she's probably in the background because the, he's introduced by being on the uh, farm. And Clerk Cromont went. Wait a second. There, he has a sister. Shit. In the book, we, we could make a waifu out of this. Uh. Oh, apparently she became magic in her own four-issue limited series. Yep. Maybe I should just try reading that. Yeah. I mean, it's the uh, it's the the end the hell shit with Storm and all that stuff. Mm. Oh, there's another reason why magic would never date you. Why? You don't look like Kurt Wagner. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a good thing. She's she's attracted to him because he looks like a uh, a demon. But like, if we're gonna go. Deep psychic damage. The uh, the the story I always construct in in my head when I start simping hard is like, no, I would be a slice of normalcy for them. I would be their break from all this big stupid comic book bullshit. Hold on, there was a thing in like when I was a teenager. That was the narrative I had for Supergirl in my head. So you want to be the one dude from the Teen Titans who dated uh, Donna Troy? Yeah, I'd be thrilled to be that guy. You mean the author self-insert? Yes. <laughs> I would be thrilled to have... Fuck it, I'll go on record right now. If I ever actually get to write a Supergirl comic, I'm going to make her a new boyfriend, and he will be a self-insert. Fuck you. Well, you just ruined all your chances of writing for DC. <laughs> I get announced to be writing my own pocket universe Supergirl book in 10 years, and then somebody just fucking adds DC on Twitter with this clip. <laughs> At least any of the things I go like, hey, if I ever write for Marvel, I want to do this, or like, oh man, I'd love to bring this character back and make him cool and relevant again. I will write an Ileana Rasputin miniseries where she will date me and fight every obscure Spider-Man villain. Big wheel! Like, I have a magic sword, dude. And he's like, I have a big wheel! Big wheel. Oh, man. Loki's coming up this week. Yeah. We're going to get on that grind again. I'm, I'm, I'm in such dread. I mean, excitement. I'm, I'm in huge amounts of excitement. What if it just turns out you love the show and it's just... Oh, like, I'm uh... sure I'll love it. I have no doubt that I'll love it. I, it's always a fucking slog with these things. Watching anything current is a slog. That's why I'm not watching Bad Batch right now. I'm like, let me finish fucking Clone Wars and then maybe we'll do Bad Batch. Let's see. Let's look at Magic's, uh, co- uh, like, aliases, like, nicknames. She's the Dark Child. The Archmage. She's also the Dark Child, spelled like it's from the fucking 90s. <laughs> uh, Light Cycle. Light Child. Little Snowflake. Phoenix. Red Flag. Little Snowflake? 
probably something Colossus calls her. Yeah. Uh, and the zombie queen. Who is she the zombie queen? She's the queen oh, of Rome. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I read that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's very handy, Marvel Wiki. I just hover over something and you tell me what it's referencing. Yeah. Can you tell I've never been on the Marvel Wiki before? It's one of my favorite websites. Yeah. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love how one of the trending pages this week is Tessa Parker. Oh, see, here's the thing. Uh, the p- pages I'm seeing is uh, the Eternals, Celestials, Peter Parker, one above all, and Melina Voskov. Oh, I'm looking at recent wiki activity. So it's probably that Tessa Parker was updated because of this week's issue of Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Teresa Parker. Teresa Parker. God damn it. I love how Spider-Man just has, like, a no-nonsense fucking, uh, like, shield agent for his sister. Like, it's just such good, it's good shit. That's, uh, it's gotta be an interesting Thanksgiving. That's, see, that's the thing. That's what I want to write if I ever make a Spider-Man book. I just want to go like, all right, cool. I am making Spider-Man's family a happy, safe place for him. So I think that's other- a lot of it. That's something a lot of our generation would say. I want to write my favorite character, and I just want to make their family life nice. I just want them to be happy. Here's the thing: everything else can be a god awful suffering nightmare. That's where the story comes in. But at the end of the story, he can go to Aunt May, and they will have and they will have a nice Sunday dinner with him, Ben Part, Ben Riley. Kane, Teresa, Mary Jane, any of their significant others, and they're going to have a nice dinner every once in a while. J. Jonah Jameson pops in. Crazy Uncle Jonah's here! And everybody loves him except Peter, because he goes like, oh my god, it's fucking Jonah, I gotta have to deal with this. And he just puts an arm around him and goes like, what's up, my favorite superhero, Spider-Man? Parker! Didn't you only have five clones last week? Why is there a sixth one? Sir, that's not my clone. That's my actual sister. You have a sister? Yes, sir. I have a sister. Every once in a while, Miles shows up, and Jay Jonah's extremely confused of like, Parker, why do you have a black cousin? Won't happen. I don't understand. <laughs> and then, and then Silk shows up every once in a while. Parker, why do you have so many interracial cousins? I. It's very yeah, nice no, to see a progressive, just... progressive family, but like, Jay get a unicorn. <laughs> Wolverine shows up. <laughs> Uh, he he put, he just puts his hand on Wolverine's shoulder and he goes, I'm sorry for everything you've been through, son. And Wolverine just looks at him like, I'm fucking older than you, bitch. Uh, uh, that's a fact I really love about J. Jonah Jameson. Is this, he's a big, big proponent of mutant rights in the, in the comics. Mm-hmm. J. Jonah Jameson is the Marvel equivalent of Dustin Rhodes going, nah, fuck you, my stepson's cool. Yeah. Hey, Mark Wade uh, created Teresa Parker. One of her aliases. How long Mark Wade has been in the game? One of her aliases. Good Punisher. That's, uh, that's a, heck of a heck of a name. Yeah. It was in Spectacular Spider-Man. Ooh. Oh, written by Zadursky. But that's probably enough Marvel. If you want to hear more us talking about Marvel and uh, other comic book shit, you can always uh, go listen to uh, No Price Podcast. Hey, plug. I did the shit. You proud of me that you proud of me for that back? Grand synergy, everybody. This is the flagship show. This is the show where we tell you to watch literally everything else. Go That's watch nice. whatever toy review I put up this week. YouTube.com slash the vacuuminator. Hey Mongadex is uh starting to get back up and running. It is shit. That's that's fucking sick, brah. It's not fully running. It's just more of like uh it's the mobile UI. Have you been keeping up with any manga through alternative means, or are you just waiting for manga decks to come back? I'm waiting mostly for manga decks to come back, though. Hold on. I'm being knocked for. Oh, boy. Okay. Nothing. I was just being told that my sister was not done recording things for her school. Oh, okay. Wow. That's why I was being very, very quiet. Is she going to share anything with the class? No, she was doing recordings for musical leadership thing and no, it's it's not really up and running. You can't. I, I haven't been able to like click any manga and read it on manga decks. It's just more of like the mobile front end that's being shown on the desktop. So that's what it looks like right now. But they they're getting it up and running. And I've been kind of keeping up with manga, but mostly through the manga subreddit and just like individual chapters people post there. I haven't really been trying to keep up anywhere. On any other illicit site. Hmm. 
that are deliberately watching, uh, reading it on um, Freaky Frank and uh, uh, Shonen Jump app on my phone. I forget that Shonen Jump just puts like everything up for free in the US. Free as long as you read it within time. Like the latest chapters are free, but like it's only the three latest chapters. So you can technically keep up with everything for free as much as you want. You just got to keep up and keep updated and be on the ball with that shit. So, yeah, no, they, the, the people who are working on manga decks have uh, got to getting it going, which congrats to them. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Or should I try and... Uh... I'm just kind of in awe of Matt Cardona showing up at GCW last night. Goddamn. Also, just doing a sweet-ass swerve. Made his fucking, his fucking figure federation booking reality. I love it. What? He'll, what was... he, he does insane swerves like that all the time on the podcast where they're doing an action figure federation. But also just uh, just the uh, build up to it, like people at the moment were probably just going like, "Oh, it's John Moxley," but then he takes off the hood and you realize, "Oh, wait a second, they were building this up on Twitter." Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Good shit. It's uh, it's proper fucking wrestling. Nick Gage is someone I, I'm happy he's doing better, but I'm still very worried for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see myself as a fan of Nick Gage, but I, I respect Nick Gage and where he's come from and where he's at now. If I see him, I will shake his hand and go, yo, dude, I've seen some of the shit you do. It's fucking sick. Not, um, I don't watch all the time because I can't, <laughs> I don't have the stomach for it, but man, you're sick. No, I don't think I would ever go to a CZW show. Uh, if you see him in the street, I'd say hi. You know. What's up, MDK? Uh, what'd you think of the video game? What, there's a video game called MDK? Yeah, there's a video game. It's a shooter. You play uh, you play a dude uh, dressed in leather with a sniper for a head. You fucker. <laughs> you I'm... wouldn't say that to him, too. You would fucking say that to him, but it'd be the funniest thing I'd ever see in my life. What, you've never seen the game? No, I know what MDK is. I'm just saying it'd be hilarious to see his reaction. Because <laughs> there's no other way to describe it. Looks like some fucking alien Stargate shit. Every time I see it, that's all I can think. Oh, it's a dude. That's like, that's his uniform because he was a janitor. All right. And uh, one of your friends is a dog with four arms. In real life or the game? In the game. There's also this cover, which I feel gets the uh, the vibe of the game a little bit better. <laughs> Have I just committed more psychic damage? Apparently, Logan Paul wore a Charizard thing to his fight. That's content. I just made content. Wait, why are we still giving this man fucking the time of day? I don't know. Why why is this a thing? Why do we why do we are we here put on this earth just to suffer? Mostly. Mostly ghostly. That was a good decent uh, channel maybe. Have you have you watched the the Dank Pods video where he shows the tour of the warehouse yet? No, damn it, I keep forgetting. I watched the Skull Candy video today though. That was good. Yeah, Skull Candies are, are, are fun headphones. I straight up laughed when he first played them with the bass up. <laughs> Turn everything into dubstep. Uh, you know what I've done this this podcast I haven't done in a while? I put on some uh, some vaporwave music to play in the background. It's nice. Am I gonna have to uh I'm gonna have to edit that in the background now? No, you don't have to put it in there, it's just I can hear it. Oh thank god. I mean if you wanna put it in you can, but like I could. I could put it in this one spot in the conversation only. <laughs> Why is there music all of a sudden? Oh, he's talking about music. It's fine. Whatever. It's, uh, it's called immersing the audience. Well, it's called it's called uh, um, theming. Have you ever been to Disney World? They do it all the fucking time. No, I don't go to Disney World anymore. They're too woke now. <laughs> Fuck off that nonsense. Did you watch that fucking uh, thought slime video? No. That was hilarious, because he's just, it's just him reading this article written fucking racist black statue off of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Jesus fucking Christ. Also, something about tattoos, because, mm. you know, it's not like fucking over 50% of the population has tattoos these days. Yeah. I've always low-key wanted to get a tattoo, um, but, like... My dad is one of those one of those older guys who's like, yo, you can get a tattoo, it's fine, but you gotta move out of my house first. What a weird arbitrary thing, you know? Yeah. 
And that's the one thing that he's like that about, as far as I know. And here's the thing, your dad's an old dude. Like, has he, has he not seen, like, old school soldiers and sailors coming back with dope-ass tats? I don't think he was in the army. I don't think he had much exposure to the army. Also, yeah. he doesn't even live in this house anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've said that publicly yet. Hey, my dad's going into permanent uh, out-of-home care. Fucking hype over that shit, boy. Lordy, lordy. You, you, you can't you can't YouTube hype boy everything. You know that, Sure right? I can. I'm depressed, and I thought about killing myself three times this week, boy. <laughs> I'm actually fine. Don't worry. Don't type comments telling me to call the suicide hotline. No, no. There, there's, there's, it's a joke. Hashtag JK. I guess snow clone's not actually coming, huh? No, he probably needs to eat and poop. Does you know how much know? he loves to poop. Lordy. <laughs> you want to see a tank meme, bro? Show me the donkey meme. Well, no, hang on. Oh, oh, oh. So you didn't just have it immediately up and ready. <laughs> Harry Potter destroyed Voldemort's Zephyron poster. What a bastard. Also, here's one that's probably more to your taste. <laughs> oh, God, that's a fucking... Did you see they uh, they confirmed that MCU Loki is uh, gender fluid today? Oh no, I didn't. Uh, but there was a promo for the show that was like his file um, for the uh, the agency that Owen Wilson works for, and yeah, it was like TVS, all this TVR time yeah. variance. But it was like all this information, like you know, as a proper military file, and under gender, it just said fluid. I mean that. To me, as a as a person who thinks creatively, if you have a shapeshifter character, that should just be the default. Mm-hmm. But it's something our society has only recently accepted. So, but like, like Mystique, and that doesn't, that doesn't mean that they don't have a preference that they prefer to stick to one body over the other. Gender fluid people feel that way in a general sense. But like Mystique, Loki, name a scroll, any scroll, you know, John Jones, the Martian Manhunter. Mm. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. It's it's the same logic I have for like if I write a character, like make most characters bisexual, because then you don't have to worry about shit, and you can just write any romance you want later on, and you're just covered. <laughs> it's just a get out of jail free. It's like, oh, these two characters are really working together, and I think uh, I think uh, putting them together would work. Ah, but they're both uh, but they're both dudes. Wait a second, they're both bi. Fuck it. <laughs> it's the ch- it's the cheap easy way of doing it, similar to how uh, Stanley made uh, characters have the same initials, like Peter Parker, Matt Murdock. Huh. Apparently, Jason Font was in town today. Um, good for him. Greenville's yeah. a magical place. I hope he had fun signing autographs for twelve hours because <laughs> he was um, at a local comic store. <laughs> oof, big oofs, big doofs. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Oh, uh, excuse me. What? Wow. Listen to you. Um, we, we all know what I'm about. Come on. Don't, don't, don't get on this moral high ground with me. So, uh, this is me getting desperate, everybody. Have you heard about the Japanese Twitter user that's been figuring out the, the actual real life breast sizes of Pokemon characters? No. Yeah, that's a thing. There's a guy who literally has been posting detailed graphs of each of the Pokemon girls based on how they appear in the anime and going like, oh, she's a B cup. She's a G cup. Uh, she's got a fucking W cup or whatever. And he's now, he's just recently, I'm seeing on my timeline, he just moved on to fucking Konosuba. I mean, there's not that many girls in Konosuba, so mm-hmm. that shouldn't take too, too long. Yeah. And you can always just go like, uh, um, Megami? No. Yeah, it's Megami. Megami's fucking A, so. Yeah. Darkness is probably going to be the hard one. I've actually seen Kona I was literally just looking at Darkness. She's a peacup. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Have you watched Kono Suba? I have not. Like, I was going to at one point, because, like, back when I was deep into my, my, my Digibro fandom, uh, they did a review of the first season and made it sound really cool. And I was like, cool, I'll watch that this weekend. And then something came up. It's fine. It's a solid little comedy romp. It's not, it's, geez, I'm still getting fucking videos and thumbnails about how Amber sucks and Invincible. 
Jesus. Isn't the point of that character that she sucks and she's not right for him? I mean, in the long run of the comic, yeah, but it's more of like, it's like Betty Brant to Peter Parker. It's like, oh, you could have seen something there, but like, they were not the right people at the right time. And it's just, nah. But in the comic, she also had no character. And in the TV show, she had a character. So, net gain. Oh my god. When uh, I hate it when fucking apps don't save an image when I tell them to. I'm going to truncate all the silence on this episode. Oh, yeah. Take it from an hour, 15 minute podcast to 45. Yeah. Yeah. How long have we been going for? When did I bring Craig in? It's been on for about an hour. About an hour? You can do some more. You know. Yeah, we started at 1014. It's it's almost 1120 now. Who knows? We'll we'll just keep talking. Keep keep. Shooting bullshit into the air and seeing what yeah. to the fucking ceiling and doesn't get into our mouths. That's uh, that's the show, everybody. Look at this Avengers meme, Boingo. <laughs> yeah, goddamn. Uh, you know, Comic Pop uh, did X of Swords this week, which I saw, and there was a part of me that went, Oh, I could just listen to that and I wouldn't have to read X of Swords. Oh, you should read X of Swords. I probably should read X of Swords, but the way we read comics, it's going to be a pain in the ass. I mean, you could read like a couple of them at a time and then just get through the event slowly but surely. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to. But I mean, bouncing around from book page to book page and keeping a reading list open and... <laughs> yeah. Star Wars fandom. Let me get this straight. You're the king and you never told us? Dave Filoni. Look, I'm still the same guy, Star Wars fandom, but with power! Star Wars is gonna be... Star Wars is fucking weird to think and talk about, because I'm one of those people who goes, like, everybody's stupid, all the movies good, all nine of them, ten if you want to be pedantic. I've kind of come to the opinion of all Star Wars is simultaneously good and stupid, who cares? It's almost as if Star Wars is inherently based on pulpy sci-fi fantasy tropes that George Lucas liked as a kid, such as Flash Gordon or uh, John Carter. Yeah. I mean, clearly the experience of watching Star Wars should be, did you like this one? Great. Move on to the next one. Did you not like this one? Cool. Move on to the next one. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, like, know. I've still got things I'm kind of, yeah, about The Last Jedi... But, like, I rarely think about The Last Jedi these days. I'm just like, yeah, that was a movie I saw. It's those same people who go like, oh, everybody on the, the Marvel movies just hate Brie Larson. She's she's she, every, she's hated on set. And it's just like, where the fuck are you getting that idea? No, everybody working on those movies seems to like her. There is a very angry sect of people who don't like her. I don't like her as a person, but I think... I don't have any problem with her playing Carol Danvers as long as she plays her fine. And she turned in an okay performance in those movies. I'm sure she'll continue to turn in an okay performance. So, whatever. She hasn't done anything, or like, bad. She makes some really passive-aggressive comments in interviews and stuff like that that make me kind of, eh, I don't know about you. <laughs> I got a pop out of Buster. Oh, yeah, she posted Guilty Gear by little v it's the song from guilty gear if you've ever heard a song from guilty gear you've heard is the get up to rock and get up the down that one it's the one that like starts all the the hype shit yes damn that's fucking hype (laughs) the song yeah that song it's fucking hype excellent yeah heaven or hell man nothing more metal than healthy emotional awareness because i actually look after this podcast, go listen to the song and read the lyrics. Because <laughs> it's like, I realized I wasn't in control of my truth, so I grasped it and held it tight so I could fight for what I truly believe in. <laughs> Gotta love that YouTube algorithm. My buddy just tweeted, I give in and watch one Genshin Impact video, and now all I get is waifu bait in my recommendations. Uh, you know what game I started playing? What game did you start playing? Have you heard of Baba Is You? No. Baba Is You is a logic puzzle game where you play a little tiny sheep thing called Baba. And you push around blocks or get affected by blocks. 
But the big thing is, there's blocks on the field of words such as baba, or rock, or uh, lava, or stuff like that, with other words that are like you, melt, push, goal, defeat, and words such as is and and all strewn about the field. And to solve the puzzle, you gotta push the words and make short little phrases such as baba is you, or rock is push, and that affects the objects in the game world. So you gotta logic your way through weirdness to solve how to get to the goal, essentially. Whoa, sounds intense. It's very heady, because it's also like, you're not just thinking about how to get the physical character. Because here's the thing, you can change it so it says, rock is you, and you are now a rock. Or you can put it as wall is you, and now every single sprite that's on the world that is a wall, you are. So you're moving every single wall at once. Also, I was right. Uh, that Snake Eyes and Timber set is going to be Fan Channel, and it goes up for pre-order on the 10th. Mm. Have I explained Fan Channel to you ever at all? Is it like Pulse? It's Hasbro's buzzword for online retailers only. So it's uh, Pulse, Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, Dorkside Toys, stuff like that. Ringside if it was wrestling. Uh-huh. Here's a trailer for Baba if you want to get a quick view of how the game works. Seems like stuff and I would watch the procrastinators, or not the procrastinators, the fucking, uh, the creatures play back in the day. You remember the creatures, Boingo? But, like, it's a very heady kind of, uh, puzzle game. It's really cute. I dig it. Yeah, it seems like the kind of weird indie thing those guys would have been into. And I would have gone, oh, that's neat. I don't play video games, though. I'll watch you play it, though, because you're funny. It's also fun to watch people just try and wrap their brain around because it's a very like unless you can think very abstractly it's a very weird puzzle game to wrap your head around it's like once you understand the rules the rules make sense but it's also like getting the rules to the point where you can get to what you want you know here's a question how have your videos been going you've been making good they're doing okay in the numbers department. I wasn't expecting them to I was be making more good progress in making them. Oh, yes. I am productive. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> I've already got Wednesday's video scheduled, so... Alright, bang a ring. I'm gonna try and make Wednesday my release day. I, uh, I got... I'm still working on my script for my next big video, but I also got, like, things up and ready. I got, like... Basically, like, this is things I'd like to have in this project list for a couple other things. I need to get, like, a review docket straight. I want to have, like, a full-on schedule reviewing older items first and having newer items on the back burner. I don't want to be a... I, I never want to be a strike while the iron is hot kind of creator. You know, I'll clickbait. I'll do plenty of clickbait, but I'm not going to strike while the iron is hot because that's cheating. I mean, if you can line things up where it's kind of all right... I mean, that makes sense. Like how Comic Pop will uh, talk about a comic sort of related to an upcoming uh, upcoming show or property. Yeah, it is kind of hard to uh, to do that with toys, though. You have to be much more calculated. I mean, you could always review a AEW figure close to a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. There's things like that you can do. Let's just be more cynical and uh, algorithm-based. Uh, there is that... Uh, uh, Notation app I talked about with you forever ago. Mm, yes. That you could give it a try and see if you like it. How would that be beneficial again? Because it has a bunch of different templates that you can use, including uh, a task thing, which I am going to send you a screenshot of so you can see what it kind of looks like. So you can see if that would be, if that could work for your workflow and do good for you. Oh. Because that's one thing, and then you can just have, like, a regular document, too, in the same place. So you can just, like, if you click that Hamtaro thing, uh, I have a link that goes directly to my script Whoa. that I'm working on. That's way more advanced than I thought. Yeah, and you can just, like, take one of those things, drag it into the other thing, and it's like, all right, cool, you've changed the task. Uh, you can put in a calendar. Actually, hold on. Can I Can I do a thing? I want to I wanna do a thing real quick. Can I... Uh, no, Ooh, I can. 
I'll do that right now. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So right now, I am going to share this with you in confidence. And you can probably click around and see what's going on in there somewhat. Is this your thing? It, it should be. I think it is. Yeah, this is mine. Oh, wow. So are you seeing Are you seeing all the f- stuff in it? I'm looking at to-do today, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got some to-do stuff, and I got the ham taro thing, and I got a bunch of different tasks of, like, ideas that I can just kind of work through as I make them, and then I can put them in, like, all right, cool, I'm working on them in a different way. Uh, some of these things are just, like, there for usefulness, like the calendar. It's just a calendar. But, yeah, you can make to-do lists, and it has uh, check marks. So you can go, like, yeah, no, I actually did it. You can make bulleted stuff. You can uh, do a bunch of – it's a bunch of cool stuff. Neat. So, yeah. So if you think that could help you – Awesome. You can give it a try. Because you can also, like, import photos and GIFs and... uh, Actually, hold on. Let me... Real quick. Because the way you can add different things is you do, like, a little forward slash. So you can, like, just regular text. You can do a page from the web, headings, bulleted, numbered, toggle list. So, like, you know those arrows that you can make drop down and have more things? You can make one of those. You can do a quote, dividers, callouts emojis, equations, tables, and lists, and calendars, images, and web pages, and videos, and audio, code, files, embeds from a bunch of different places. Because a lot of people use this for like other things like uh, game development, and code, and web apps, and stuff like that. For the sake of the audio listeners, what is this called again? Uh, notation. N-O-T-I-O-N. Okay. Like... And you can see, like, uh, if you're still looking on on it back, you can see, like, I have pages that I've just made to, like, start working on things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the comic pitch I've been telling you about. Yeah. Yeah. If, that, if, if you think that, might, that can help you, have at it, bro. I might. Oh, wow. I just opened Facebook, and here's a new round of Sam leads. <laughs> oh, at least you know what you like, buddy. I don't even like her that much. It's just that a lot of people I follow seem to like her. Good lord. <laughs> That's an excellent use of a David Bowie picture. I mean, any use of a David Bowie picture is, oh my god, it's an excellent <laughs> use of a David Bowie picture. <laughs> I love that there's just multiple places in this podcast where I'm just reacting to memes and sending them to you and people will never have any context. Welcome. They don't deserve context. You have to listen to uh, fucking uh, modular components while you're understanding the universe on the fourth dimensional plane in order to get context. Uh, What we're basically saying is drink peyote juice before you listen to this podcast. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Super Patch Wolf released a video today. I haven't watched it yet. I saw. How much longer do you want this podcast to be to make sure it makes a, a good length? Just wondering. Um... I don't know, like five minutes. So start plugging your shit. Start plugging my shit. Yeah. Hey, howdy, howdy. I'm Chris Boingo Writer Gaston. You can find me on YouTube at Boingo Writer. I do video essay and editorial type content uh, about a, a variety of subjects, including but not limited to professional wrestling, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Um, if I like it, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I'm selling you a car. What, do you like this car? This car is a car. It's a very nice car. Thank you. Uh, everyone, I'm the vacuuminator. I Hold make on, video. real quick. I just remembered something. Oh, no. Dank Pods has a Honda City Turbo. Or just a what? regular Honda City. He has one of my favorite cars. Oh, my God. It's in his nugget pile of cars. Oh, my God. It's his daily driver. Oh, my God. Is Dankpods just you? Do you just have a very good accent hiding software right now? Dankpods Dankpods is just fucking Australian me, but successful and happy. Dankpods is you if you were a Chad. I don't know how Dankpods would respond to that. (laughs) Well, first he'd have to get to know you. Yeah, but also, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, because you didn't let me fucking plug those. Whoa, sorry. 
uh, Poingo underscore writer. Uh, if you want to follow me in Discord, hey, a link to my Discord server is in the description. That's not what you do on Discord. You don't follow people uh, unless can you're you a creep. People? Let me see. Can I follow? Can I follow no, you, you, can, right you can friend people and you can join their and join a server, but you can't follow them. Hmm. I mean, technically, you can if you stalk them, but that's illegal. Is it though? Yes. Shit. Internet stalking is still stalking. Understood. Everybody, go stalk me by uh, subscribing to my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash thevacuuminator. That's spelled T-H-E-V-A-C-U-U-M-I-N-A-T-O-R. I do toy reviews. I did a review of AEW Unrivaled Dustin Rhodes this week. You probably want to watch that because it's very frustrating figure. So a little bit, a little bit of that frustration entertainment for you. Um, you want you want to stalk me in more places? Hey, I got a Twitter. It's at the Backhumanator. Hey, I got an Instagram. It's at the underscore Backhumanator. Uh, go go stalk my ass with your stockings and put me in stock on BigBadTwister.com and fucking stalk this podcast by following it on whatever platform you're listening to. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell to enable notifications. Follow us on Twitter at the Modular Media. And uh, join our subreddit, r slash modular media. Uh, I think you can send a voicemail. I think that's a thing. I keep forgetting to plug it. So there I remembered. And this podcast is over now. Bye.